Blog Talk Radio. Green Sally up, Green Sally down. Last unstruck, got a tail of brown. Green Sally up, Green Sally down. Last unstruck, got a tail of brown. Green Sally up, Green Sally down. Stranger. 
I know. I'm out and about, you know, discovering the West Coast, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if y'all hear a little background noise, you have got to excuse Amora. She is broadcasting um, on remote, I guess. You know, we want to use fancy terminology. She is broadcasting from Amora, why don't you tell them exactly you don't have to give them the city and state, but where are you right now? Like, what are you what are you doing right now? I am actually heading back. Um, I am actually on a ferry right now, um, so I so you're gonna get a lot of background noise every once in a while. So I will mute. Uh, but I am actually visiting family and friends right now uh, for the holidays. So I am visiting the first time to West Coast side. So I'm. Saying hi to all the conjure people over here and, and loving every moment of it so far. Okay, all right, awesome. You know, like Lazarus was saying, if we um, start hearing a whole bunch of seagulls, you know, we we might have to turn your mic off. And I'm, I'm just messing with you. No, but you no know what? Problem. <laughs> I will fuss at you, everybody listening. This young lady went traveling and actually went missing for a little while. Lost contact with everybody and didn't even let her conjure family know she was all right. So, you know, I had to get on her a little bit about that. My bad. (laughs) I was on the road for, like, almost two days. Like, it was a long, 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 because I was driving. So, it took me a whole minute to get up here. So, half the time I was taking roadside stops and just, like, crashing out. So, I was doing some hardcore driving. That was like a day and a half on the road. So it was more of a, I got to get there or I'm going to pass the crap out. So I was in the. <laughs> all right. All right. I guess we're going to forgive you this time. Lazarus, you are, you awfully quiet over there. What you got going on this week? Nothing really. I'm just sitting here with this mason jar over a heater, man, trying to dry some tobacco out. I mixed. So I'm sitting here staring at it, waiting for the seagulls. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure the seagulls are going to make an appearance. Or, who knows, something else might make an appearance. Um, everyone tuning in, this show is going to be about spirits. And as you saw in the title of the show, um, what do you do when spirits come a-calling? We're going to be talking about what do you do when they come to your house. Maybe you've got a haunting going on. What do you do? Maybe you've got a personal haunting, a.k.a. possession going on with yourself or a loved one. We're going to be talking about spirits in general, different types of them, because there are different types of spirits. And what can you do conjure-wise to protect yourself, to protect your dwelling, your house, wherever? You know, we're going to give you a few tips and tricks to bury, uh, to um, battle those ghosts and goblins and um, demons, whatever have you. Hopefully you don't have a demon on you because that that's going to be a little bit longer than this show we've got. you got a demon going on. But anyway, you know, I guess we could dive right in. But before we get started, I would like to say thank you to everyone tuning in. Thank you to the loyal listeners, even though I don't understand you guys. And the reason I say that is because last show, I think it was last show, I don't know, I, I thought it was a train wreck. I was like, oh, my goodness. I don't know what I I couldn't get in the groove. I was sick. I was grumpy. Y'all bear, y'all bore with me. Rode out to the end of the show with me. Lazarus carried a lot of that show. Thank you to Damaris for pinch hitting for a for that show. 
And you know, oddly enough, the show I thought was like a train wreck. I guess because I was a little bit, a uh, little bit off my game. Y'all downloaded the heck out of it. Thanks a lot it's for the number. That's what it was. <laughs> if you guy. missed the show, you have got to tune in and um, download that show and listen to it, or just click on and listen to it from the archives. We had our very first heckler. Or more, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the show you missed, but we actually got a heckler, our very first heckler here on Working with the Spirit. Oh wow! Oh it yeah, was <laughs> it was. And uh, Lazarus actually kept so his cool. Dang, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it well, was it was over. I don't want to go listen to this last show. Don't <laughs> so listen to it. You see how stupid of an argument it was. Really? Yeah, it was it was over a vape pen. It was over a, a vape, vape pen. pen. The guy was upset. Over a vape pen. Mm-hmm. A vape pen. Yeah. So you know what? I can't what, even what wrap can my mind around that. Yeah, basically like this guy say, called can't in. Win them all. More, we oh, were, we you know, I was making well. fun of great. a guy who was feeding his spirit pot, and he was feeding his spirit pot not with a cigar, but he was using an electronic cigarette because he wanted to protect his lungs. So he didn't want to actually give his spirits, his muertos, whatever, cigar smoke. He was using a vape pen. So we had this guy call in, and uh, he... This, I guess he just tuned in out of the blue and thought this show was about vape pens, and when we didn't want to hear him comment about them, he got kind of ticked off. You know, that's like my missus. Uh, what was her? Valerie Bowles said she'd go feed the witches. She said the witches don't like locale. Well, the spirits don't like e-cigarettes. Exactly. They're not getting nothing from that. That's like sitting here trying to give me 2% milk when I ask for whole. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, 2% is not really milk. That's more like like cow juice. Water. You know? Water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got no fake leche. <laughs> you know, so if anyone, you know, heaven forbid, a more crosses over, and you want to put her on your altar, please do not give her 2% milk, all right? I'm just saying, I'm going to be throwing that milk right back at you. <laughs> you have a, you have a very ticked-off little muerto on your altar, all right? Exactly. <laughs> so, all right, so, you know, we can go ahead and delve into this show, and um, we'll talk about spirits. I guess we can start off talking about the different kinds, because there's all kinds of discarnate entities floating around out there. You know, you've got your earthbound. You've got you've got some that were never human in the first place. You've got some actually that have been discarnate so long they forgot they were human, because we are talking about actual sentient beings here. Okay, you have demons. You have Lazarus. Would you would you consider an elemental? Well, that's kind of a charged term that nobody can agree on what the hell that is. Yeah, this is true. It's kind of a new term that people have tried to group a bunch of different phenomena in to fit inside their worldview, in my opinion. What about well, you, Amor? Do you, would, would you consider one? 
Yeah, I've noticed the elementals coming from the old countries uh, would normally be like the bay folks, uh, like, you know, like spirits of like the water, trees, and stuff like that. That would be what I consider elementals. I'm not sure if other people group them a little bit differently um, as far as here, but um, that would be the elemental uh, characters. They would have those four components as far as, the, as, far as with the, uh, the water and whatnot. So that's what I would think of elemental creature. And as far as fake creatures, yes, I've seen them as bad boys. Those are real. Those, uh, and brownies and whatnot, those uh, I would consider the fake folks or the elemental. You know what I find okay. funny about all this is she's saying all the words you ain't supposed to say, especially after dark, and she's out on the water. So if we know. start hearing people screaming and Titanic sinking, and, you know, <laughs> near my God to thee playing in the background, we know what happened. And I'll be the first one to push Rose off and tell her we can fit. You're going to push Rose off. Man. Oh, man. That's, that's cold-hearted. See, that, that's what we missed last show. Amora and her cutthroat. Um. <laughs> I'm not cutthroat. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon is caring. You know, and, Don't be stingy. <laughs> then, then, then we've got what I consider, you know, going on with the spirits. We got the higher ups, which you know I don't know how else to call. You know, you have we have the the spirits like the Orisha, the Loire. You've got the um, wouldn't necessarily call the saints spirits because I consider them so you know elevated. Same as with the archangels. And I know you've got some traditions that actually work with angels as far as within workings, things of that nature. But for the purpose of this show, and maybe if we've got a little bit of time on the end, we'll talk about, you know, the higher-ups. But mainly the main ones that you're going to come in contact with or have problems with are going to be your earthbounds. You're going to, they're going to be those, you know, the the former living you're going to be dealing with your ancestors, working with them. You're going to be dealing with demons, sadly enough. You know, you, you'd be surprised at how often you come in contact with these things, but you may not recognize them for what they are. And then we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on also. But, yeah, what do you what do you do? Well, first of all, how about we talk about how do you know when you've got you know, these things in your midst. Because everyone's seen poltergeist and uh, paranormal adventure and stuff like that. And I'm not saying stuff like that doesn't happen. There are documented cases of this stuff happening. But what are the more subtle things to let you know you might have, you know, a spirit in your midst? Um, Let's see. Your plants and animals get sick and die for no reason. (laughs) True. Or they just start freaking out. Sometimes they just start That's freaking it. out, you know, for oh, no reason. Ain't gonna freak out visibly, but <laughs> your dog might. Yeah, your dog might. Yeah, if you got a plant that's freaking out, then uh, you got something else going on. Possessed plants, man. Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show and all that. It's been it's been known to happen. It's been known to well, happen. Well, as for a parent, um, normally the one that happened with my kids would be like a, a noticing a different patterns with your kids. Uh, maybe they're not sleeping, they're not comfortable. Um, maybe they're they have this new friend that they're talking to constantly all the time. Um, that that too is normally possibly a signal that maybe there's a change in their sleeping pattern and whatnot. I mean, as a parent, those are, that's one of the things you'll notice. Right, and, and, and same thing with yourself. 
same thing with yourself. You'll start to notice, you know, changes and maybe odd, um, odd scratches, or you wake up with tender spots, you know, you know, bumps and bruises that you can't remember that you got. Odd cravings, um, disruption in your sleep pattern, odd dreams, you know, things of that nature. You know, Very it's um, true. it's a, <laughs> right unexplained cold spots in your house. I know it sounds like you know we're we're talking about something that is like kind of far fetched or whatnot, but you know what? When you delve in some things, and you know we're we're all workers on this line on this show. Obviously, you know, um, new listeners, if you aren't familiar with it, we're all we're all conjure workers or magical workers. Of sorts, and most of the listeners already know that. But when you when you are in this type of tradition, these types of practices, you know, you come into contact with this more frequently. So I promise you, what you're going to hear from us, you know, because I'm sure everybody's going to share like an anecdote or whatever. Because I know I've got a hell of a story to share about a recent house cleaning that I did. So, you know. Guys, we promise you, what we tell you is going to be things that we've actually witnessed. And swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So there, there, there's our little disclaimer. No, for entertainment purposes only. Label at the bottom of this one, folks. You know, so buckle in. It might get a little bit hairy. Cause I know, uh, I know Lazarus has some stories about spirits because for some reason they seem to like this fella. And he doesn't even have to say hog waller. Hog Maybe that's what they like. <laughs> they like the hog <laughs> <laughs> But, um, okay. Well, ladies first. Oh, you are oh, telling the story as far as, like, a spirit possession that happened to me. Um, let's see. Uh, there was... I would just say, like, y'all know, I come from Facebook. I do have a lot of people that I work with on Facebook. Uh, but it started that I started having this shadow going up and down my hall. Um, I started seeing, like, a guy in uh, next to my room, like, when it was, like, he would close the door, kind of, like, half jagged, that would pop in sideways and kind of look in my room and pop in sideways and look in my room. I thought I was tripping for a minute um, until my roommate started seeing it. Um, and then Uh-oh. And she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all can hear me. Can y'all hear me? Oh, we can hear now you we back. can hear you. Okay. Now you're welcome okay. back. I think she's talking about her signal out. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> can y'all hear me good? <laughs> yeah, we, we got you. It's going to be rough. <laughs> um, pretty much the last job was uh, when roommate say, oh, <laughs> and she slammed a soul creature, like the exorcist moved from, like, the hallway down where it was, like, jumping over things. And after that, nope, I saged the whole house. Um, I did a couple. I, I prayed in the house, opened up every window that I had and started cleansing that bad boy out. And I, I banished that bad boy out of my house. Um, I do make cleansers, uh, cleansings, just to let y'all know. Uh, I love to make cleansings to sell a piece of vinegar. I use um, sweetgrass. I also use 
uh, Salomon Seal. I use rose. I um, also use four lemons. It's not the actual lemon uh, juice, but I use the outside pills of it. Mm-hmm. I also Good. use a few pinches of uh, of sea salt. And what I do is when I put that in the, uh, the basic wash, I put it in like a container. I normally have like old containers, like a Patron container or um, like a, the, um, I'm, a, I'm big on canning, so you can use one of those big canning containers. You put it in your, uh, you put it, fill that up, and you're going to fill it, the vinegar all the way to the shoulders. Um, and then you're going to put that in the sun. Uh, so you're going to put it in the sun. And then that's going to be the mother, and then the father is going to uh, the father and the mother as far as like day and night as far as the moon. And then you're, what you're going to do is you're going to do Psalms 23 over that. Um, let it sit, and you're going to shake it occasionally. It does take six weeks for it to uh, hear and mix to uh, get its potency with all the ingredients in there. But you'll uh, and a couple of drops of that with your regular pine saw will actually help with cleansing because pine needles are actually popular for um, exorcism or cleansing any spirits or bringing, uh, bringing peace and prosperity to that as well. Um, so I, what I do is I cleanse out the house, and then I attract the positive as well while I'm doing the cleanse. So that's a good uh, procedure as far as I'm not sure if we were given recipes yet, but I noticed a <laughs> radical difference the next day. So get y'all's pen. I'll, I'll give it out again. <laughs> That's a good uh, recipe to do. It does make a good amount. Um, that bad boy, that one canister lasts me about maybe two months or so. So what you're so that, telling us is if Zool is coming out of your refrigerator, you're going to have mm-hmm. to wait about six weeks to use that one. Oh, no. <laughs> you can use it already. <laughs> you can use it already. Okay. But that's my favorite one. <laughs> that's my you know favorite one. I would. I, you know, I want I want to throw this out there. I want to throw this out there because it's Go amazing ahead. what di- what different people hear. Because mm-hmm. Lazarus heard six weeks. Do you, Do you know what I heard? Mm. I, I heard I usually have empty Patron bottles. Whoa! <laughs> All he heard was empty Patron. Guess <laughs> it's better than the Gatorade. Wait. You know what? I always got Gatorade. That is better than the Gatorade. <laughs> Because uh, to new listeners, y'all don't want to know what um, what Amora does with her empty Gatorade bottle. It's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> it is Friday. It is Friday. But I will say that you know the the, the struggle is real when it comes to Amora and the empty Gatorade bottles. Yes. <laughs> I'm a country girl. The struggle is real. I will the struggle is... the Gatorade. <laughs> oh Lord. The struggle is real. But um, Lazarus, what what do you have? Because um, my story is gonna take a minute. Cause this this was oh, a pretty well, involved house cleaning. I'll tell you a pretty cool one. I had a client come over the other night and tell me about something that happened in his childhood when he was playing football, you know, soccer in Mexico. Mm-hmm. His parents had just got him a new soccer ball, and it, I think he said it was like, you know, nine o'clock at night and. Everybody was going home except him, so it was at the park, which is in the center of the city, which is not a very large city, about 300 people, so the park's in the exact center, and there's businesses on one side, police station, uh, schoolhouse, and whatnot. <clears throat> so he's kicking the ball against the wall. The ball bounces off and rolls behind him, and there's what appears to be a young kid sitting there squatting. 
So they asked him for his ball pack. Doesn't hear anything. Well, he's getting pretty upset. He's a, he's about, I think he said, 10 at the time. He walks up, gets over to this kid, and it looks up, and it ain't no kid. He said he had the ugliest face he'd ever seen in his life. Bad teeth, big old nose, you know, real wrinkly. Basically, he was describing what's called a duende, which translates as like elf, but more along the lines of a troll. And this thing was there and looked at him, and he ended up being paralyzed from the waist down. Couldn't, couldn't walk. So he's crawling like G.I. Joe, you know. <laughs> this is all concrete. He finally gets over to where the school is. Right next door, there's a store. This old lady named Ophelia runs this place. Comes out and finds him. He's bloody, you know. Bloody as a stuffed pig. Well, they take him home to his grandma. His grandma's freaking out, you know. Duendes are here. She starts praying. All this shit starts rattling everywhere. The dishes are clanking. and It was quite a terrifying little episode for him, and he was kind of covered in goosebumps when he was telling us about it. It was a great story, you know. He was obviously very shaken up about it. You know, he's almost... I guess close to his 40s now, so he's, he's still scared of the whole thing. Wow. There's a good one. There's, you know what, there's a good one. We, you know what, we, maybe we should have had this show for our Halloween edition. Well, I don't even remember what we did talk about for Halloween. Maybe we should have had this show. We talk about dead people all night. Okay, well, good enough. Good enough. And, you know, I forgot, I forgot to give this announcement, but, you know, I see we've got a bunch of callers listening to us um, over the phone. If you would like to ask a question, you know, interrupt us, make a comment, whatever, don't forget that you can hit the number one on your phone. When you hit the number one, you know, we'll get an alert, your hand will go up, and it lets us know that you have a question or a comment. All right, so I just want to throw that out there in case you want to take part in the show for a brief period. All right, Um, you're not here on the porch with us yet. So, anyway, on to my story. My story actually involves a house cleaning that I did. This um, was last weekend, I believe. Um, You know, a lady called, and she was experiencing um, phenomena in her house, um, very strong feelings of oppression. She wasn't able to sleep. She was, well, she was saying no one in her house was actually able to sleep. You know, she was describing things like um, late at night, all the TVs would be off, but she would still hear conversations in a very low tone, like there was a TV on elsewhere in the house. Um, she was saying that for some reason she was only able to stand at her kitchen stove all day. She, was, she wasn't able to move. Um, there was just it, it felt like, you know, she was cemented to that spot, you know, once she woke up. You know, and, and there were other other little things going on. So I was contacted. She was actually a referral. And, you know, I spoke with her briefly. She was an artist, or she is an artist, and she was saying she wasn't able to create anything. You know, she's a painter. And she wasn't able to paint, and she just felt very cut off and disconnected from the world around her. So I, after speaking with her, I scheduled a time to, you know, go over to her place and I would like to add, you know, there was a very odd conversation that I had with this lady. She was um, into various different magical traditions. You know, um, you know, during the conversation, I'm telling her what I do, and 
she's pretty much telling me how much she knows about magic and spirits and things of that nature. Okay? And I would like to throw this out there. A lot of times, and this is unfortunate, but at least three out of every ten uh, reported you know, instances like this that we as workers get, or maybe not as high as three, but two out of ten are going to be more organic in nature. When I say organic in nature, it's usually going to be someone a little bit disconnected from reality. All right, a lot of this, a lot of times, you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you know, twenty percent of these people are going to be plump loony. All right, they've gone off their meds or whatever, and nothing against anybody who takes medication, but you know, she might have gone, you know, gone off of hers, and that's what I was actually starting to feel like from listening to her speak. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I'll go over there and see what's going on. But I wasn't really expecting much. And she made it, she made a specific request that I not come alone, not come alone. She felt like her spirit guides told her because she also felt she was psychic. That her spirit guides told her that it would require um a bunch of people to deal with this entity that she felt was in the house. You know, she felt it was massive. And, you know, I wasn't able to get a group of people that she requested, but I did get a helper um, from an Ifa Ile down here. And, you know, Ifa, traditional African religion, okay? So I got my helper, lovely young lady, came to help me out, and we coordinated, you know, what time we would show up. At this lady's home, so you know we're we're driving there. I'm leaving home. She's leaving home, and oddly enough, my GPS starts going haywire. You know that's that's not that uncommon. GPS is going haywire, so I call her and let her know, hey, I'm going to be a little bit late. You know, you can knock on the door if you want, make contact with the homeowner, or you can wait for me down the street. We'll ride up together. Well, as I told her that my GPS is acting up, she told me hers was doing the same thing. Okay, no biggie. A lot of these things work off the same satellite, right? So it's, you know, not unfathomable that we could all that we could both be having problems at the same time off of the same mechanical issue. But oddly enough, her GPS was routing her back home. Mine was taking me away from the location. Pretty weird, but I, you know, I was able to pull up map mode, and we ended up getting to the house. Okay, so we get to the house, and you know, we have a little team pep talk before we go in. We go up to make contact. The homeowner comes out, the artist lady, and you could look at her face, and she had kind of a vacant look in her eyes. And I'm like, okay, she's going off her meds, or maybe she's taking too much, but. Honestly, the house had a feeling as if it was watching us. And guys, I promise you, this is this is a true story. And hopefully, my assistant um, for that particular cleaning will call in, you know, and she'll tell you what she felt. So, you know, we go into the residence. We ask her to give us a tour, and she's giving us a tour of the place, room by room, and she's showing us her painting artwork. Looks pretty good, but kind of creepy. And she takes us to the kitchen, to the stove where she says she um, isn't able to leave, walk away from. And we're looking at the stove, and 
you know, sure enough, she's got books piled up in front of it, well, on top of it. I mean, she can't be doing any cooking with all the stuff piled up on it. It was clearly a fire hazard. Her cigarettes, her tablet, cell phone, like everything was right there at the stove. And it was clear that she was at least honest about the fact that she doesn't leave this stove. You know, um, she's got dogs. Dogs are acting okay. So she's able to walk us, you know, further around the place. And we go downstairs to the basement. And this basement was, as soon as you walked down the steps, it felt like you were breathing water. I mean, it was a very thick, oppressive type feeling. And she's muttering to herself, and she's, you know, her eyes are darting around. She's looking like a little woodland creature, pretty much. Like, you know, she's expecting the owl to swoop down any minute and carry her off. You know, she was clearly frightened when we went down to the basement. Standard basement, because the house is, was an older home, as you could tell, had been rehabbed or whatever. Well, inside the basement was a door that looked like it led nowhere. It was an old wooden door with the window in it. You know, one of those small paperback book-sized windows. So I started to walk to the door, and the homeowner darts back to the steps. You know, like she's ready to run up, run up the steps, and she was like, I don't go in there, I don't go in there. And so I look at my assistant because a chill passed through me. And I looked at her, and she nodded. You know, she felt it too. So I get out my holy water at that point and and my rosary beads. I walk up to the door, and, you know, what do I do? Y'all know, Lou, you know, dumb, dumb me. I open the door. The door opens up to nowhere. It's like the smallest closet-looking crawl space, you know, dirt-walled, unfinished, whatever it was. But the rush of cold air coming out of that place was unreal. Now, granted, we've got a cold snap going on down here in Georgia right now, but at that time, you know, it was about 70 degrees outside. There was no reason for that air inside there to be cold. And you've got the cobwebs and whatnot. So I'm, I just start. I'm praying um, I'm sprinkling holy water. Um, my my assistant, she is, you know, singing um, songs to the Orisha. I think at that point she's singing songs to Oshun because she is Omoshun, which just means the child of Oshun. So I close the door and I back away. I turn to the homeowner, and she'd already darted up the steps. I didn't even know she was gone. You could pretty much see a jet trail from how fast she shot up those damn steps. So we go back up the steps, and I say, well, you know, there's definitely something going on here. And it kind of caught me off guard because, remember, I thought she might have been a little loony going in there. And I'm like, no, clearly there's something going on. So we have another team meeting. We go outside. We grab um, the, you know, our equipment, which pretty much consisted of, more holy water, Florida water, um, bundles of herbs that I'm going to use to cleanse the home. So, you know, the homeowner is sitting down. We come back in with our holy water, and we've got our game plan. We're going to go from room to room praying and cleansing. Because my method for a house cleaning is kind of like hurting whatever entity, spirit, or whatever is in there. I'll cleanse and then seal a room so that it can't come back. And I keep moving room to room to room. And she's doing the same thing. Well, I shit you not, and I know this is not Cutting Monday, but, I mean, this is how serious this is. We were seeing shadows move 
through that house. And, it, you know, you automatically try to debunk, you know, is it my shadow, is it my helper's shadow, maybe the homeowner, was it her shadow because she's sitting down in a chair muttering to herself, all right? And so at this point, I realize it's shadow people, much like what, or a shadow person, much like what Amora was talking about. And it never actually got close. We could just see it kind of out of the corner of our eyes. And so we try to herd it, you know, to different areas or whatever. Now, we had already sealed and prayed in the basement. I think I left that part out, you know, before we, we'd come up the steps. And I'd done that with the holy water and a lot of prayer. Closed the door and sealed it shut. So as we're cleansing the room with this shadow person moving around ahead of us, it couldn't get behind us because we had already prayed and sealed and cleansed the room with the herbs and the Florida water and the holy water. We get to the room off of the kitchen, and the homeowner's right there, okay? The homeowner's right there. And she gets a look over her face, kind of like in anger. And I think I brushed up against her accidentally, and she turned and with this look of rage said, do not touch me. And and it, it, it almost sounded like that. And we're talking about a dainty little woman, little redhead, you know, very small lady, very guttural voice comes from her. And at this point, I'm like, holy shit. Okay, and I look at my helper who, to her credit, keeps a very stone face. You know, very composed, even though this was her first house cleaning. Why did I bring a beginner to this house cleaning? Because I thought she was crazy. Not not my helper. I thought the homeowner was crazy. You know, a um, little overconfident. Papa Lou does do that from time to time. And I'm kind of thrown aback by the voice coming from this woman. And my helper... Um, was able to control the situation. She says, go upstairs and wait for us in your bedroom. And the lady complied. Didn't respond, didn't blink, just turned and walked up the steps. So I said, you know, we need to get up these steps because who knows, she might have a have a Roscoe up there. If you're not from the South, a Roscoe is a, is a pistol. So we go up, you know, we, we're heading up the steps. And, of course, we're, you know, making our way somewhat rapidly, but still praying and cleansing as we go. And we go into the room, and she is huddled up under her covers. So I ask my assistant to watch her while I go to her children's room. And the children's rooms have very calm energy in them. You know, you could tell there was really nothing going on in there. But I prayed and I cleansed them anyway, except for one, her 16-year-old son's room had a very oppressive energy. And then I recalled a conversation that she had had with me where she said that he was having problems in school, um, they wanted to put him on medication, things of that nature. And I'm going to tie into that later on in the show. But I did cleanse that room, made my way back to the bedroom. And so she's huddled up under the covers and she's muttering, the homeowner is, and my, and my assistant and I, we're cleansing the room, the ladies' dogs, who were formerly like jumping on us and being real friendly, were now, you know, up on the bed on either side of her, laying down, looking like statues of like you know the the Egyptian sphinxes, 
you know, not even moving. So we get through cleansing the room, and at the point we finished the last prayer, and she finished the last song, at this point she's singing to Eshu, you know, the Lua, the, the trickster Lua, Lua, not Lua, excuse me, trickster Arisha, Arisha of the crossroads, and the Arisha of um, sometimes confusion. As we finish, she sits bolt upright, flinging the covers off of herself, blinks, looks at us, and says, where am I? And we look at each other and we're like, um, you're home? She's like, no, where am I? Where am I? Why did I see the sugar cane field? And so I'm like, the sugar cane field? And so she slowly comes to and she's talking about the sugar cane field and the sugar cane field and how she remembers it burning and the smell was like pancakes, you know, when the sugar cane was burning. And I'm like, okay. And then it dawned on me. We had herded this spirit like a cow, like cattle. It couldn't go in any other room. The last place for it to go was inside her bedroom. When we blessed the room, there was only one other place for it to go, inside the homeowner. So now this house cleaning has turned into a possession. You know, we take her downstairs. She comes willingly. It's not like we drag her kicking and screaming down the steps. And she's crying. She's saying, I want to go home. I want to go home. Why can't I go home? And she sits in a chair, and I I look at my assistant. I say, just follow me. Follow my lead. You'll be okay. So we start more praying. And I've got my Bible open, and I'm, I'm in the book of Matthew. And at this point, we're at the... Um, the demoniac And I'm thinking to myself Where is a herd of swine when you need one So I can cast this damn thing into it No swine You probably guessed it No hogwaller No hogwaller dude And so <laughs> You know she's muttering And I'm praying over and I'm praying over And I'm like you know what I would sling some holy water on her But if she starts fizzing and Spitting green soup and head spinning Olu might uh, might have some smoking tennis shoes. <laughs> Don't pansy so, out on her. No, not going to pansy out on her. You know, she was a nice lady. And what kind of freaked me out was I had bundles of herbs. I had, you know, fresh sage, herba santo, um, dill, basil. And I had bound them in twine. And douse them with holy water as well as Florida water. And that's what I was using to cleanse with. She sits up. She stands up from the chair and starts sniffing like a bloodhound really hard. I, she walks over to one of the bundles because we had set them on the counter. She walks over to one of the bundles, and she says, this smells great. Can I eat this? And she picks one of them up and starts to eat it. Now, ordinarily, eating fresh herbs, you know, won't do anything to you, of course. But this stuff was doused in Florida water. And if you're not familiar, Florida water is a, is a cologne. It's a, it's a cheap perfume, um, you know, but it does wonders for cleansing. It doesn't taste very well. And she starts eating this stuff and saying, wow, this tastes like barbecue. No shit. This is what comes out of her mouth. This barbecue. tastes like barbecue. Right. And so we sit her back down, 
in the chair, and we're praying over her. And my assistant is singing more songs to Eshu, which makes more sense. And at this point, I hear a voice in my head that says, I am Eshu. I said, thank God, we've got an Orisha here to help. But long, long story short, because this is, this is kind of a long story, and there's a part I want to back up to. Long story short, we prayed probably for two hours over this woman who alternated between confusion to back to her right mind, to anger, to sadness where she's blubbering and crying, to finally at the end of it, you know, this feeling of calm comes over her and over the house. That is a part I'm going to leave out, but the air in the house, which was formerly, you know, formerly thick and oppressive, was now cool. It was very peaceful. You could feel something had lifted. And, you know, I told this story because this is something that happened, you know, a week ago. Not even a whole week ago. And the funny part, my assistant, when it was all over with, said, Lou, holy shit, this shit is real. And I'm telling this story, you know, to let you guys know, yeah, it's real. It's real. You know, we may joke about spirits and brownies and, you know, things that go bump in the night, but there is another side you know, it's not just what you see. It's not just the iPhones and the, the, the crazy hipster clothes that everybody's wearing now and, and you know, the cars and all this stuff. There is another side. There's, there's another layer out there. And this show, you know, we're always joking around, but there's a serious side to this because that lady really needed help. And there was a lot going on in that house, and I went in there all willy-nilly thinking, well, I'm Papa Lou, you know, conjure man supreme. And I could have got my and my assistant's lunch handed to us. And then, you know, there's some other other little things that went on there. But, you know, at the end we were able to control the situation and um and she feels a lot better. You know, she actually sent me a text saying that now she and everybody in the house are able to sleep well and she's actually starting her first art project in, you know, in uh months. Which which was pretty good. She was a little slow to pay, but she was a nice lady. <laughs> and that's it. That is the end of my long story. Anybody have any questions? Because, you know, we got kind of silent there for a minute. You know, feel well, free to. Um... You should have been like Renaissance, you know. Pay <laughs> up or we're revoking in this place, pushing it back. <laughs> You know what? That was um. <laughs> was yeah, that, that your was first that was big awesome. uh, spirit issue. Well, big one. Well, that was. I will say I've dealt with spirits before, but that was the first one that was that um, active, because that thing was darting all around. It, it was kind of crazy. And actually, I'm looking. I want to say a heartfelt thanks. To my, you know, I've been saying my assistant, my helper, but that day, you know, she was actually my partner. So, you know what, um, Oshun, I appreciate you. I'm not gonna say your real name on the radio, but Oshun, I appreciate you. And um, if you want to call in 
and actually give your account of what happened, then feel free to do so. All right. But yeah, that was um that was a crazy experience. And actually Yeah, and actually I think this is her right here. Hello? Oshun. Alafia. Alafia Bawani. Bawani. Uh well, um very, very strange. Um quite an experience for me. Uh, my first time uh, being I- involved in anything of of, of that nature, uh, but you pretty much said it on point. Um, she was coming back and forth um, from confusion to sadness to anger to um, just kind of randomly, you know, not in any particular order. Um, she was just like... You, you know, at, at, at one moment wanting to be close, then she didn't want you to touch her, and she was back in your face again. Um, or she wanted to touch my hair. She wanted to do, you know, just like really strange, strange, very strange. Okay. So um, like you, I initially thought uh, that, you know, Okay, this is just all in her head, whatever. Okay, so we're going to go in there, uh, um, go in here, and we're going to be out of here in 30 minutes. All right, trick me. <laughs> okay. And, but but I um, am thankful um, that your experience kind of took over and that um, that I was able to be led by the Orisha of what to sing and what to do and how to react. Because normally, um, like you never say never, so you don't know what you'll do in a situation like that until you are confronted. And, you know, I I, I want to my own horn because I think I did pretty well. You did. I wanted to run out the door. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them them about that basement. Um, the basement very creepy. Um, when you first walked down there, it, it was just just thick. Where I kind of remember that we both was trying to like take a, a, a um, deep breath because it all, all almost like smothered you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I distinctly remember something happening. And then something almost going in your eye. My like, eye, I forgot about that. Right, like like the um, spirit was angry, like, get out of here, and threw something and hit you in the eye. I, I was like, okay, all right. How did I forget <laughs> about that? Yeah, every yeah. everybody listening, when I went into that kind of dirt-walled closet I was telling you about, and oddly enough, that little room in the basement was directly below that kitchen stove that she was not able to leave from, directly below it. And when I went into that room and I'm throwing holy water, something stabbed me in the eye, or it felt like something stabbed me in the eye. I I thought I lost my eye, and I turned to Oshun, and I'm like, look into my eye. And, you know, I guess guess it looked normal, maybe a little red. Yeah, red. it, it It was like a searing pain. In, into my left eyeball 
And I'm like, oh, crack shit. Crack I'm like it's I'm like it's no. on it's it's on and popping, right. right? You know, but you know we like we control we control the situation. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was cussing the spirit at that point. <laughs> yeah. I was cussing at that point. You know, um, you know it was it was just a crazy situation. I mean, at one point it was kind of like a game upstairs. Um, you know, we weren't laughing; it was serious. But, you know, I pointed out that shadow figure, and I'm like, you know, it just went past you. Go this way, because I wanted you to kind of flush it towards me. Right. Kind of. Um, you know, it was, you know, it was, it was crazy. And, and I left out the part about her backyard, and this is like a, actually a key part because, as she, you know, in the beginning she was taking us on a tour of her house. And we went to the back deck, and she's talking about, oh, look at my beautiful trees. And I'm looking, and, you know, everyone listening, these were the most hideous and twisted, disease-infested, ugly trees that <laughs> that I had ever seen. Oh, soon, you know, did quite, you see any beautiful awful. trees? No. Yeah, they were, they they were, were terrible. Wow. You know, they were they were terrible with the exception of, these three perfect trees at the bottom of this steep hill, and in the middle of the trees was this big cement block. Apparently, when it um, flooded Atlanta like four or five years ago, these trees were damaged um, by the flood, and, you know, they were disease-ridden or whatever. But these three trees at the bottom, you know, were, were perfect. There's no way they should have been perfect. With that center, with that with that big concrete block in the middle, and as we're standing there looking at it, I turn to Oshun and say, "It's pulling me." You know, you could feel you know this little area at the bottom of this hill pulling us, and so we ended up hiking down this hill, and uh, Oshun declined um, the homeowner's um, offer to lend her 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 boots to hike down in because someone decided to wear high heels to a to a house cleaning. <laughs> That probably wasn't the and, best and, idea. <laughs> and and it and it wasn't me, you know. <laughs> you know, but the trooper that she is, she she did accept a pair of socks and she went down there, you know, just in some socks. And we went down there and it was it was another creepy area. And another true fact that little grove of three trees lined up perfectly with the spooky basement, which was directly below the kitchen. Yes. Perfectly. Sound like so, y'all had a party. <laughs> you know what? It was it was one of those things where after it was over, you were like, wow. Wow. That was kind of yeah, cool. Definitely. But while you're in the middle of it, it's like, well, shit. What do we do? Well, you know I'm into that sort of thing anyway. Man, Doc, I said the same thing. I was like, I was jello. Didn't even get an invitation to that ish. (laughs) 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 I would have been all up in it. (laughs) The last last big one I did involved a guy who had the crotch of his underwear shredded every night in his sleep. Now imagine waking up with that coming home. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, a little harsh, isn't it? <laughs> damn. 
Yeah. I don't know disclaimer, what disclaimer, 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 disclaimer. For real. <laughs> I mean, you you spend a fortune just in underpants. Wow. Y'all laugh, but that's a scary concept when you think about it. That's true. I mean, I thought it was but, funny because it wasn't happening to me. <laughs> but I, I will I will say this, um, Oshun. She I don't know if you how much you heard. She is doing well. Um, she's still a little a little off. But I think it's her normal brand of off for being an artist okay. and not paranormal off. And she is uh, she is looking for us to come back <laughs> in a week or so for, uh-huh. you know, our little spiritual recheck or whatever. Because, you know, she especially liked you. I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah, that's okay. that's that. So, you know, so we'll, you know, we'll, we'll go back into the um, and and it was so weird. You know, I'm trying to sound all cool or whatnot. We we were about to hike down this hill, and I'm like, we're getting ready to go into the dragon's den. Little <laughs> did I know that we were actually going into that some bit. Into the dragon's den, right? Yeah, it was right. like I'm like, it was it was actually the dragon's. Den. Yeah, I said the dragon's den, and then the homeowner standing right there, and she's like. She's like, oh, dragons are actually um, wizards that have died, and and they've decided to come back as dragons to teach them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, are you kidding me? Okay. Uh, okay. And, you know, know, after it's over with, well, it wasn't. After the home, the the cleaning part is over with, we're going around and we're leaving bits of the – of the bundles, the herb bundles that we had used. And it was hard because every time we sit one down, she picked one up wanting to eat it. She <laughs> you sure she wasn't saving it for the for the dead wizards? I know. I mean you know I'm and these things, about that forever. These things are doused in Florida water and I don't know if anyone's ever accidentally gotten perfume or cologne in their mouth. You know what that tastes like. Yeah. But to her it was barbecue. I accidentally, what about the mouth spraying? Oh. Oh, my God. You can breathe fire with that stuff. Chomping and chewing. Yeah, <laughs> like seriously. So, you know, I, I, I think I think we, we might trump any ghost stories with that one. Um, that was, oh, sure, what was that, this past Saturday? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, this past Saturday. Yeah, right in the week. I don't know. I got some pretty good ones, but they take too long to say on the show. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, Rivers, tell that lady white sage is not for human consumption. He says oh, she didn't say. And look, here's, and here's 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 a funny little funny little thing. Y'all know how I feel about the new agey stuff. You know, I'm more traditional and. I don't really like the, um, you know, the the abalone shells. I like, you know, the, like the abalone shells and the feathers for fanning stuff around because I don't know anything about that stuff. But she was so like out of it that what did I end up walking around with carrying my incense sensor on her shell? 
and herself, fanning it with a damn feather, just to, just 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 to keep her calm. <laughs> right, right. You know, don't, don't diss the feathers now, man. Well, not not the feather. You know what I mean. But that was crazy. Yeah, oh, oh, people that one don't other part have no no tie to it, sitting there fanning shit with feathers and four directions and all that wow. shit that they don't know anything about. Yeah. And it was crazy. Before we move on, Oshun, do you remember my lighter kept disappearing it kept and reappearing? Yes, like literally. Y'all, like I, the I I, the lighter I was using lighter in his pocket, and then when he would reach for it, it would not be there. Literally. It was crazy. At, at one point, she went through my pockets for me, in case I was just tripping. And she couldn't find it. And then the next room, the damn thing was back in my pocket. That's actually a pretty good and more common than you think of sign of active spirits that no yeah, one really like knows about. You know. Yeah, I mean, stuff will appear and disappear with, in the same place. Your pockets anywhere. It was crazy. It was it was crazy. And, you know, we talk about spiritual cleansing and the importance of it on this show a lot. When we got out of that place and the homeowner had, had hugged and kissed us both and gone on back into the house, um, we practically bathed in holy water and Florida water out there standing on the street. Yes. Yeah. And and prayer and cigar smoke, it was crazy. And even okay. after that... No, no vape pens. We did not use vape pens. But you know what? Even after that, I think, Oshun, the next day, was it that next uh-huh. day or the next night you were having the crazy dreams? Yeah. Um, I was having a dream about um, I, I, I was carrying this baby around. And if you know anything about me, that's like not good. So... <laughs> I'm carrying this baby around, and I lay the baby down on the bed, and I go to walk off. And so as I turn turn my back, the baby's sitting up I mean, and speaking as clear as day and says to me, Mommy, where are you going? I need to know where to find you. I am blowing Papa's phone up left and right, hey. <laughs> where, where is this baby? <laughs> we need to talk. Call me now, you know. Right, and yeah, that next day, um, I was in the worst mood I'd been in in a while, and I think Lazarus actually picked it up over the telephone. You were being Lazarus, you remember- right shitty. <laughs> yeah. I was- the hell crawled and the up you know, and I'm and I'm looking, I'm looking at you texting me, um, and I'm like, I'm looking at my text. I'm like, like the hell is he talking about? Dude, I'm 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 just texting normal, and I kept texting you. No, I'm fine, I'm fine. You like, are you sure? Damn it, are you sure? And I think at that point is when you blew smoke, um, and did a reading, and what you know, what did you see at that point? Well, hell, you want me to tell everybody? <laughs> I told you I saw a spirit, and I described it very good. I think I described it to you with detail. 
But to, to match with your story, it was very black. In color and appearance. You know, big big black spirit. I think you said with horns. And the part that kind of spooked me was you said it was eating me. Yeah. And and oddly enough, you know, I that was like part of my mood. You know, I was in such a bad mood because I felt run down. I was tired. And so, you know, we, you know, after another round of cleansing, you know, I'm I'm fine now. And I think Oshun is fine also. But, yes. well, I'm you know, we, um. I'm a cranky fella. <laughs> I was cranky. <laughs> if I didn't like and, you so much, I probably would have cussed you so hard a fly wouldn't lie on you. You know, it's funny. I actually owed Damaris an apology because I was like just downright grumpy with her. Also, so Damaris, you know, if you're on the line, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> that's that's my that's my ghost story. Anybody want to come down to uh, Georgia and hang out with Papa Lou and Oshun as we go ghost hunting again at some point? <laughs> feel feel free, you know. She was actually baptized by fire with her first um first house cleaning, and I think I remember saying, "Oh, don't worry about it. She's just crazy. Look, we'll go in there and." We'll pray for her, and we'll be out in 30 minutes. And we yeah. were there for four hours. Four hours. Four hours we were there. But, you know, I tell folks, when, when you pick up a book and you say and you want to hang out your shingle and go, hey, I'm now a conjure worker, I'm a root worker, I'm this or I'm that, you know, there, there's some real shit associated with this. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's not all... Hey, let me let me tell a thirty minute give somebody a thirty minute reading and collect my fifty bucks or let me make my million dollars one six dollar bottle of oil at a time. No, sometimes you gotta actually do some work. And you know, my opinion's always been if you can't chase something like that out of the house, you ain't nobody. If you can't chase out a spirit, you're not a worker. You gotta learn how to do right. that pretty pretty well from the beginning and get good at it. Because if you can't do it, just quit while you're ahead. That's it. That right there <laughs> will test your metal. That will test your metal. There you go. All right. Well, Oshun, I appreciate you calling. No problem. Um, we've got another call. You. Yeah, yeah. If y'all ever come down, you gotta meet Oshun. She's awesome. She's awesome, <laughs> and she's and, and she's not she's not better um, exorcist than Constantine. Oh, hang, hang on, hang on to the line. Um, listen to the show. I'm gonna put you back into the gallery so I can take this next call. But thank you for calling. Listen and listen in. Don't go hanging up. All right, we'll do. All right. All right. Bye. Hmm? All right. We have a um we got a call holding. We're gonna take this call here. Okay, internet caller. I can't see your area code, but you are live and on the air with Papa one, Lou and the game. Hey guys, how you doing? Auntie Hey, how honey for do? 
Oh, Lord, if I do mine. It won't be a prank call. I'm glad it's her. <laughs> <laughs> I seen I all like these ones, and I thought, oh, man, this, this ain't good. This might be vape guy. No, yeah, no, but. no. I'm gonna. I'm going to invite you guys the next time I get called out to do paranormal in Savannah, Savannah, Georgia. Um, we will come Savannah, down and do it. Savannah is uh real haunted, day and night. To I don't like being in Savannah after five o'clock because, as many know, I am a medium. Um, mm-hmm. as well as being a senior. So they attach themselves to me. Yes. Um, I discredited a lot of the hauntings that the people do. Um, a lot of the spirits that are restless there is because they're lying on them. They don't like to be lied on. If you're going to tell something about a deceased, be honest, or just say you don't know. I got called out to a young lady, um, Papa Lou knows, here in South Carolina, or like we call it, South Kakalaki, when there's a red moon (laughs) and you have spiritual gifts, you don't go out. Well, this uh, lady came and said something was wrong with her daughter. So when I got out of my home, I looked back, this moon looked like it was sitting at the edge of the road. And I said, Lord, if this is a trap, let me know. Well, when I get to this young lady house, I see a detective car, an ambulance, and a sheriff car. So I'm saying, what's going on? Her husband was sitting outside on the porch, and he says, I don't know. We went out, and she came back. And take him off her clothes in the car, and I couldn't get her to keep her clothes on. Well, when I walked into the house, the detective in them had her, and the paramedics had her strapped down on the stretcher, belts across her and all. When I walked over to her, she looked at me, and her eyes were glassy. And I turned to her mother and said, please tell me, Somebody have oil in their pocketbook because I came out with nothing. When she put the oil in my hand, I looked at the young lady and I said, what's wrong? And she kept saying, it's in my stomach. It's in my stomach. It's going to kill me. Well, I went to touch her. The sounding, Papa Lou, I understand the sounding that you're saying. This thing came out of her and said, don't touch her. I looked and I said, are you kidding me? So I told her sister to straddle her on that stretcher. I placed one hand on her forehead and the other one on her stomach. And I called this demon out by his name and told him, if you want her, you've got to come to me. You already know who I am. This young lady stood straight up in the air with the stretcher. When I turned around to look, the detectives, the sheriff, and the paramedics was huddled over in the corner. What kind of help with them? And they had guns. I looked mm. at her again, and I called him out. And when I called him by the name, and his name happened to have been Lucifer. When I said, Lucifer, show yourself, he replied to me, 
I will meet you in hell. I said to him, you damn skippy, except this time I will be the one closing the gate. She happened to have went someplace that's really, really haunted. It, it, it was an old man that stayed there, and his wife, i known her to be, I used to call her a hag when I was growing up. And they went there and opened up a portal. People, if you don't know what you're messing with, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Ouija board, all of that. Leave them alone. Ouija board, all of that. When I travel to do hauntings like that, in my car, I always have a bottle of ammonia. Lemon ammonia. And I just take it and I pour it on the bottom of my shoes and in my hand. I am not getting back in my car and bringing that thing home with me. I have spirits walking in my home day day and night because of who I am. But I know if they're good or if they're negative. If they are negative, I bash them out. Someone said earlier about the pine leaves. Well, I have pine trees in my yard. And I told Papa Lou that earlier today, I'm going to cut one of those branches down and sweep my house. Because I had several articles on my desk that has gone missing. And I know that someone take it. They take things and bring it back, okay? And I still haven't found it. I quit looking for it. Um, One of my girlfriends that does paranormal um, went to the brewery house. And I went there after she did one day because... She called me and said, uh, I want you to hear something on this tape. And when she played the tape back, I actually heard this thing calling her by her name. Well, it scratched her across her neck. The next night, we, I went there with her. And the things I saw was crazy, literally crazy. There was one door I refused to open up because what was in there, it didn't feel good. If it's negative energy, they can kill you. Mm-hmm. They can kill you. I yes, go yes. very well, right, I go very well dressed. I have beads that was made for me by um, a special person in my life. That's my protection when I go. These things have touched me. I tell them, back the hell away. Don't touch me. Don't do that. They pull my hair. Um, I've had some even talk to me. On the positive note, my ancestors or my will come and hold a full conversation when I'm I'm asleep. Of course, I cut some out. But <laughs> if you are going, I do because I don't like them touching me. I don't care. You can walk around my house. You can sit in my car. Just don't touch me because right. they're cold. They are cold. I've had one where I did for another worker. He came in me, and when he came in, my toes curled up in the carpet, and he began to write. He grabbed the pen, and he wanted her to know who he was. If you don't know how to do it, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Do not attempt a haunting 
on your own. Do not go and say, well, this is not real. It is real. Mm-hmm. It is real. And, Papa Lou, you did have an attitude that day because I called you and you said, hello. <laughs> and I keep yeah. I keep it. Yeah, he did. I, I took the phone. I took the phone from my ear like, what the? And I said, are you tired? And that's when you said about the haunting. And I saw it. And I said, it was a portal back there. That's what was pulling you. And, and you know what? And I think, I think I even argued with you a little bit. And you know I don't argue yeah, with you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you, you know did. I don't argue with you. And I said, you know what? You up. need to go. Yeah, he I did. Know. And I said, you need to go and take a cleansing. Because you have serious issues right now. Go I take a cleansing. <laughs> yeah, no, he told me you told him. I said, so go take a cleansing. And then you call me back. Because you're not doing good. But you kept trying to tell me, I don't want to hear it. Because you snappy right now, and I might play my bell and reach out and touch you. <laughs> Man, I am y'all glad know, I missed that. Y'all know there are two no, but, people I'm not going to argue with. I'm not going to argue with the prophet, and I'm not going to argue with auntie here. But that day... No, we don't argue with auntie. Uh-uh. That, that day was... Uh, that was that was something yeah, else he, the, he, the day after. He he wasn't himself. Yeah. He was he was not himself. And when he was talking and when he snapped, um, I don't know how I can how I'm able to do this, but if you're telling me something, I can see it. And when I saw what he saw, it looked like the swamp thing. Okay, and I said to him, you need to take a cleanser. Oh, Lazarus told me the same thing. He gave me a reading. So, and why are you on the phone? <laughs> he didn't want right? to hear. That's why. <laughs> Look, I, I was like, I, I don't, you know, I... Uh, I'll defend you a bit. Sometimes okay. when certain things latch on you, they're going to alter your perceptions of things so you don't get rid of it. So yes. it wasn't all your fault. How about that? I defended. Well, I, well, I appreciate it. I, I tried. I tried to vape it away, but you know it, that didn't work. You didn't vape and shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> oh no, I tried that with my ancestors. I asked them, and it's not custom Monday, so I can't really say exactly what they said. But it was more it. like, say it, don't try it. No, mm-mm. it said don't try it. And I'm like, okay, and see. My ancestors are who, you know, I have the churchgoers and then I have the alcoholics, you know, so uh-uh. I, I offered them, it would have been cheaper, you know, but no. But um, Papa Lou, you did a very good job, a very good job. He had Thank to have done a good job to have that come home with him, making that cranky. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes that happens. What I usually do if I'm doing that, I always have um, spare clothes in my garage, and I'll call home so the water and everything is prepared, and I'll cleanse in that garage, and the clothes I pull off go straight into the machine. I don't bring it in my home. I don't, mm I have enough of them running through here. No. I don't bring anything extra. Enough freeloaders, huh? <laughs> Right. You know, if some I do know and some I don't know, as long as they don't bother me, I'm okay. I have them confined. 
I had to learn how to confine them in one part of my home where they don't have all free range of the house. You know, but they cool. They only come out if it's an emergency. It sounds crazy, people, but it's real. You know, yeah, and, and, and that's, that's one thing I want to impress on these folks that are listening to us. You know, this this is real. It, 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 it's yes, real. Yes, this is real. And, and, you know, a lot of people come to these traditions, be it they want to look cool or sound cool, or I'm a voodoo priest or I'm this, that, and the other. And I, I, want, I want to quote um, a gentleman that's a co-host on another radio show. Um, his uh, name is Ancestor Healing, and he's a um, co-host with Candelo Kimbisa on Candelo's Corner. Um, I hope that he doesn't mind me quoting him. But on a recent show of his, of theirs, he was talking about people who come on Facebook, on the Internet in general, and a lot of them will put conjure after their name. They'll be blah, 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 conjure, blah, 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 this, or root worker, that. And he said the very first time any of them actually saw a spirit, that would be the that would be the last day they did conjure. You got that that'd right. Be, yeah. That'd be the last day they did conjure. You know, and you know this this stuff is is real. And you know, I'd already held Oshun in in high regard, but she definitely, like I said, proved her mettle right then because anybody else would have tucked their tail and run. And, you know, I don't know what I would have been able to accomplish by myself, but she stuck there from the beginning to the end, you know. And I told her, I said, you you got you, I said, you, you, you got a worker in you. Right. You know, and, and, you know, and I'm seeing some of these posts where people have these very long intellectual arguments about whether whether it's the correct nomenclature is root work or a conjure or this, that, and the other. And I bet if any of them had been, well, I won't say any, but a large number had been in that situation or a situation you've been in or the one Amora has been in or the one Lazarus has been in, they, they, they'd they be in the Disney group. They wouldn't want to be in any more Conjure groups. Mm-mm. No. They will actually go in there and the first time they hear something or see something, they're out. They're out. Audi like 5,000. Gone. Okay, you know, it, 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 it comes with part of the job. Yeah, you'll get scarred up. Um, you'll have nightmares. I mean, you, there's like, as I said, there's some weird things. I told you about the one that had an anaconda, and she lives in South Carolina, and I kept saying there's no anaconda in South Carolina. Do you know how far, how long an anaconda is? And mm-hmm. when she sent me pictures of her home, she had three portals open on the wall because I saw them. Wow. Yeah, she had three portals. One of them was um, a pamphlet. One was a man with a cloak. And the other one had an old man and a woman to where me and um, a Congo priest had to meet me halfway okay, to go to her house because everywhere she went, this thing followed her. It mopped up her husband's back, okay? And I told her it was making her fear because she had a fear of snakes. She had a fear of snakes. She didn't believe in it at all, and she was a minister. 
And you know, and oddly, and it's not even oddly. That's that's one of the favorite um, ploys of these things when they're actually trying to accomplish a possession or a haunting. They're going to try to wear you down. They're going to try to scare you. They're oh, going to yeah. disrupt your. They're going to disrupt your sleep. So you know, they're they're going to disrupt your eating habits so that you're not getting proper nutrition. This lady um, had gone from a teetotaler. To down in, I think she had downed a whole bottle of wine that day, earlier that day. Yeah. You know, um, she taking up smoking. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna disrupt you. They're gonna disrupt you. There ain't nothing disruptive about the smoking now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. <laughs> it is disruptive if you ain't doing it right. Let's say it that. It way. becomes it becomes rough when they make manifestations. They will appear once they start to. Manifest themselves now. You got held to pay. Okay, mm-hmm. I've had people that come to me and go, Well, I think I opened up a portal. How do I close it? I said, In reversal of how you open it, why would you open one? Because I read it on the internet. We'll go back on the internet and see if you can close it. I'm not going to do that. You have no business opening it because I don't know what you let out. You have to charge ninety nine cents a minute, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we can make sure we ain't got to ch- pay her a lot now. She's on the line. <laughs> no, you know, see, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'll get to the point if I go there to try to help you and you mm-hmm. get smart, I might push you in that portal. <laughs> I know she would. She's going to do it. I know she will. Yeah, I'll push you in it. I mean... Because you're putting my life in jeopardy. Okay, you're mm. putting my life in jeopardy. Um, it will take hold of you and make you tired. I hear people say, well, I got a candle, I lit it and got some oils, and I go, and you're going to beat up a demon with some oil and some wax. Let me know how that turned out, okay? Yes, you, Let me know. you, need, you need to... Be prepared in the spirit. You know what? I would like to um, quote because I'm I'm actually glad you said that because you know the movies will have you think it's all about what you bring with you. You know, um, as far as what 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 you can carry in a bag. And I want to read out of Ephesians, um, Ephesians chapter six, um, ten through twelve. It says finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Like Auntie just said, it's not about the wax and the oil. You got to put on the armor of God. You know, when you go in there, you've got to be a prayer warrior. Okay. Auntie, I use your I, I use your words just then, Auntie. You got to be a prayer warrior. Okay, a prayer warrior. Oh, we I like to call it have your foot grounded. You can't be straddling that fence today. You're a worker, and tomorrow you, whatever, whoever. This is an mm-hmm. everyday thing because once they catch your guard down, they got you. Mm-hmm. And you can't just say, "Well, I'm gonna do a haunting tomorrow, so I'm gonna pray today." Don't work. Mm-mm. You got to have that armor on all the time. 
And All another thing I like to add, um, a lot of people need to be careful with the things that they pick up because a Thank lot of you. people just don't understand the items that they can pick up in antique shops. You have these items that, you know, these spirits and, and these entities and whatnot, they can latch, latch on to an item. We've seen the, con, uh, the conjuring. The, that reality is real. That reality that you can get something and that can travel into your house through a pure item is real. Uh-huh. And don't don't get it twisted. Don't get it wrong. You can pick up vibrations just like that. So if you're not sure where that comes from, or if you got something new, uh, you know, involving in your house, think of what you picked up. Think of what you bought. Go through, you know, kind of do a detailed check of what yourself. A lot of another thing that these these entities are attracted to is that you know it's mental illness. It's people that are you. Know, having maybe a balance, uh, you know, a problem with their uh, religious faith. Maybe they're having a problem, you know, keeping a hold of that. You said the lady was, uh, you know, uh, I think you said they were a preacher or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was having some a moment of a uh, where she wasn't being. A, a moment where she wasn't completely believing in God at that time, so that was her test. So you, they opened up that little door that lets them in to invite that possession or I that certain her. situation in their life. Or you and know, there's right. a person that's not faith, doesn't have any faith. Well, I'm gonna show you what faith is. That's what attracts those people, those entities, those things to come in the house. So you know, you got to really assess and look at that. There's certain things that people invite that they get attracted to that they start latching on to people. So they there's so many different things that people just don't know. I mean, these That's possessions right. are everyday things, uh, and people don't know. Yeah, you got to look for the signs in the house, but sometimes it's simply something that the person is doing to invite that. So we got to keep make sure that they're cleansing themselves and making sure that they're on the line that they need to be on, as well as cleansing their home. Because you don't want to cleanse that home and then go off and you did your revamp, and then they do all the same thing. And like you said, pedaling backwards. Because they're doing that same ish again, and they're bringing that stuff right back, right, right back. back in. You, right. you want to fix the whole problem, not just that one problem. So I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> and no, and you're absolutely correct because when she told me after I got there that she was a minister, I looked at her and I said, "Well, I don't mean to be rude, but you need to go in your house and you need to pray from one end to the other because it couldn't have been my house." I'm not going to have something run me out that I have to pay for. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And when I went in there, you can feel. And I kept saying to her, somebody did something in here they had no business doing. Okay? So I started asking her questions about the home. When she got it, it was um, not a new house. The guy had to hurry up and sell it. I said, I guess so. I wouldn't live here either. Well, when I pulled up the the corner of the rug, because it looked like it wasn't nailed down, I said, is this rug new? She says, yeah, the, home, the, the other homeowner put it down. I said, you want to know why? Underneath there, he was practicing. That's how the portal's on the wall. Oh, wow. That's how the portal's Wait. on the wall. Literally, it was throughout her, her And to top it off, she was living on top of a live mine in the mountains here mm-hmm. in South Carolina. I told wow. you good because I was selling the house. I wouldn't, I wouldn't live there. Be gone yeah. like the wind. Well, y'all, um, we got 28 minutes left. I think we've scared them enough. Um, what, what are some things we can give these people that are listening? 
who now I'm I'm pretty sure are either spooked or we got some folks that want to go find the, the nearest haunted house. But what are some things you can do? <laughs> some things you can do to protect yourself, or maybe if you've got these things going on, that you can get them up off of you. Because you know y'all touched on the interesting point, and I'd like to add something that Lazarus and I were talking about earlier, that. Some of these things that people take for granted as just part of the human existence can, in 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 fact, be possessions. Yeah, can in fact mm-hmm. be possessions. You know, things like alcoholism. Um, you know, we we were talking earlier about when you go to um, some of these spiritual festivals, like it, it could be an an ifa bembe. Which is a um, which is kind of like a, a a celebration of the Orisha. It can be an a Haitian voodoo fet, same thing. And one thing you'll see is the pouring of libations, the pouring of alcohol mm-hmm. for the spirits. So we know that spirits have an appreciation for alcohol. So would it not make sense that someone who has become an alcoholic could in fact be harboring a spirit, you know, um, you know, it was it's it said in a lot of church services that this person has the spirit of confusion. This person has the spirit of alcoholism. This person has the demon of gluttony. You know, um, it, it's probably more more mundane than people realize that there are there's a lot of possession going on. I'm willing to wager. That a lot of what has been diagnosed as multiple personality schizophrenia is demons. Is demons. Uh huh. And I'll probably be ridiculed for saying that. Or people go, "Oh, Papa Lou is a is a was well, not a conspiracy theorist, but you know, one of those one of those folks. You know, kind of kind well, of." Well, I'll do you one for it. I have a dear friend who I've done work for for many years, and she happens to be a nurse at a criminal hospital, you know, a prison hospital. And they've got a lovely floor of canatonic, crazy, out-there folks. And they have no idea what day of the week it is. Most of them don't even see calendars. But you can mark certain times of the year as they start climbing the walls. And they don't know what day it is. So tell me how that lines up. Yeah. Maybe she'll get on here and tell you some good stories that... And and on another note, now this lady, I'm not going to name her name. Before she took this job, she was at another job making less money, but she had more then than she does now. When she took that job, everything went bad. And she's making more money and still can't get nowhere because she has to work there amongst all that. Mm -hmm. And she cleanses, she protects, but she's still always going back in there. So it's it's always going through the hog waller. Going through the hog waller, you're right. Through the hog waller. But maybe she'll come tell you some stories sometime. All right. So um, the question remains, something people can do, and I know we've got some folks out there with some questions, so, you know, hit one, come on the line with us, and we will address your questions. But, you know, your, your first line of defense, I think, you know, as always would be prayer. You know, mm-hmm. always be prayer. And there's a good one, you know. There's a good mm-hmm. prayer 
It's called The Exorcism of Pope Leo, and you can type that in and find it. And it's a prayer of protection and exorcism. Now, on a side note, not really, if you've got some crazy stuff going on, and you need to find somebody that knows how to deal with it. If you don't, nine times out of ten, if you try, you're just going to aggravate and make it worse. But if you feel like playing Russian roulette or want to give it a go, try the exorcism of Pope Leo. If that don't work, immediately get somebody in there that knows what they're doing. All right. Um, preventative preventative measures. Just, you know, just... Let's let's say you know we've, we've all of our none of our listeners is harboring a spirit right now. They they've got nothing going bump in the night, no weird cravings for extra rare steaks and stuff like that. What are some things that they can do to make sure, or maybe really decrease the likelihood of this happening? Aside from prayer, you know, uh, you know that that's always going to be your first line of defense. Prayer, you know, I'm going to lead off with. A regular regimen of spiritual cleansing. A regular regimen. Keep a clean you know, house. Keep a, exactly. In keep more ways than one. Both physically and spiritually. Keep a clean house. And keep Make the sure house clean. clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a regular basis. You know, yeah, spirits love filth. They love filth. And don't, don't leave something around. It, it's just like leaving food outside for strays. Don't leave alcohol laying around, open containers. Don't leave food. Don't even leave glasses of water out and just foodstuffs or nothing out that they might like to see. be like animals. They'd be drawn to your food scraps. That's right. That's right. You know, um, something else don't you can do to make sure. Don't be messing with spiritual work. <laughs> You don't don't be do don't it. mess with spiritual work. Exactly. If if you're going to do this kind of work, understand it's a lifestyle. It's not something you you pick up and put down like a hat. You know, um, it, it's a way of life. It has benefits and it has consequences. Understand that before you get in. Um, don't dabble in a lot of this stuff that 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 folks tell you is harmless. You know. Um, the Ouija board, you know, enough can't be said about how dangerous that thing is. And Parker Brothers, I remember growing up, that thing was sold in Toys R Us. It still mm-hmm. is. It's still is. Wow. And Walmart. Well, our Walmart don't carry them, but our Toys R Us still does. That's that's when mm-hmm. we got one. You know, um, you know, different kinds of mediumship. You know, when when you're when you're messing with these things, you are. Opening up, you know, what aren't you? A small portal. You're, you're opening yourself up, and understand these things can pretend to be whatever. They can pretend to be whatever. You know, just because that Ouija board is saying it's your crazy Uncle Joe, it may not. It's, it's probably not. It could be, but it's likely not. You know, don't say um, their names. Don't say right. the names of these beings. And I'm, I'm not going to say them because it's nightfall. But don't say the names of things that you're reading about. Don't read too much about things. You get that in your mind and you might draw it to you. Mm-hmm. But definitely right. don't speak the names. You, you know, there's this book in particular. Yeah. 
there, there's this book in particular that everyone likes to play around with. And I'm not going to say the name of it because everyone will go pick up a copy if they don't have it already. Well, you I know, don't know what it is. Maybe I want to. You, you've already got it. You know, it, it begins with a G and ends with an Oasia. Oh, yeah, i got a few of them. You know, and, and it's got names, descriptions, mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. and even seals. Okay? And what day was there was <laughs> there, what day of the week to call these things? And there was actually, um, supposedly there was a game, a Dungeons and Dragons type game with these with these things seals on them that they pulled off the market. And su- I say supposedly because some people say this really happened. I think Donald Michael Craig wrote about it. But I think he may have, you know, redacted it or retracted that statement. But supposedly there was a game with these seals on there that was pulled off the shelves because a lot of people were complaining about it. You know, they're sitting there playing this game, and up pops this thing with the head of a jackal. You know, so don't 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 play with um, stuff like that. And what what's an, what's a quick way of knowing that you've kind of taken a left turn when it comes to you know um, these things. Well, when your life starts going to shit, when when you start having the worst kind of luck, a lot of times when people come to us thinking they've been all crossed up, they're, mm-hmm. they've actually got a spirit. They've actually got a spirit on them, and you know they they think they're all crossed up because um, nobody at their job likes them anymore, or the husband and wife are fighting like cats and dogs, and you know um, wife comes home. And, you know, I'm going to reverse it because I don't want to be called a sexist by saying that the husband comes home and the wife ain't cleaned up. So I'm going to say the wife comes home and the husband don't clean the house no more. Well, spirit, spirit's like a dirty house. You start seeing stuff like that, you know, it, it's time to get some help. But um, back to preventative, it's easy for me to get off track. We, we've touched on spiritual cleansing. We've touched on... Um, keeping a clean house. We've touched on staying away from things like the Ouija board and the pendulum and messing around with automatic writing and stuff like that. Um, anybody got anything else that people should do as a precautionary measure? Graveyards. All yes, right. good one. It's not a game. Do not take dowsing rods out in the graveyards. And I know that's a famous toy that people like to take out there. Oh, I'm just put. Do you know what you can pull through them dowsing rods in a graveyard? Okay, if you don't know what you're doing, don't go out in the graveyard with a dowsing rod because you can distract them people right to you and end up with some saddle people in your house and wonder why you have any issues. Do not do that. And people do that all the time. They want to go and take pendulums, go through graveyards, go and do the etching of the, the grave piece, somebody's gravestone. Nobody want to be bothered in the graveyard. Leave them people alone, okay? Show them some. Or you might find water. <laughs> <laughs> Look, how, about, how about this one? You know, any, anybody who's read or, you know, practiced conjure has heard of goof or dust, and one of, one of the main components of goof or dust is graveyard dirt. Well, you know, graveyard dirt can cross you up by itself. And I people have read keep it in their house. They right. made it, they left it outside. People will go have, They've read these books and think it's okay to go up in a graveyard and start pulling dirt off of people's graves like it's a smorgasbord. 
you know, th- there's one particular group that went into a graveyard up north and went into the gated off Jewish section and started taking dirt. And, you know, I've got some Jewish friends who actually hit me to the fact that that is forbidden to disturb those graves. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely forbidden. So it doesn't matter if you've paid for it the way the books say you should pay for it and do all this stuff. If it's forbidden, it's forbidden. So what have you brought back to your house? Something that's going to screw with you. Something that's going to screw with you. You know, besides the fact that you were disrespectful, you know, and and just, you know, kind of pissing on someone's heritage, well, now now you've actually angered a spirit who likely is going to come back and wreak a little havoc. So chances are, if you've done something like that, and you're experiencing bad luck, bad health, bad whatever, you know, it's a no-brainer where you can trace it back to. You know, you might might want to try to make some amends. Go to a rabbi. Don't All right, let what else? alcoholics, drug addicts, people that mess around with spirit things that they shouldn't into your home. You don't know what's tagging along with them. Right. Sometimes right. it has a lot to do with who you associate with. That that that's a very good point. That's a very good point because you you can you can catch this stuff like the flu. You can catch it like a flu. You know, be mm-hmm. careful who you associate with. Promiscuity. You know, sleeping with sleeping with anybody. You know, um, you get the Gatorade spirit. The g- <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll get that stri- a spiritual transmitted disease. This means if you don't you really go. want to commit to them, then you're going to have that person in your system. So please make sure you want to know if you want to be with that person, you're going to be with that person. Don't be with anybody because you, you don't know your emotions. You're transmitting a piece of yourself to them and vice versa, okay? So you don't want to sit there and mix with a whole bunch of people and have that effects or that a pull with a whole bunch of people. We're doing spiritual cleansing. We're we're in a, a place where we want to be the best person that we want to be. You want to do the same thing in your personal life. Like you said, this is this is our path. This is our walk. If the same goes on in our relationships too. So you want to be careful with the people that you mix with because they can mess up the effects. And you can see that repercussion in your life too if you're not mixing with the right people. So, yeah, be careful with your partners or whatnot or any kind of promiscuous. And my my other thing on that, I love um, live, laugh, and love. Um, I try hard right. not to be angry all the time because if you're an angry person all the time, that attracts spirits and, and, and things to you too. So I, I'm not a very argumentative person. I like to be happy all the time. I am the first person to be like, dude, I ain't going to even argue because <laughs> it ain't that serious. I'm going to keep on smiling and keep on trucking. That's one thing. It's it's that and always having anger in your heart because you can actually conjure another thing of yourself. I had to remind my roommate to stop being so angry because she freaking started making things happen in the house. So that can actually awaken stuff too. So watch your anger. <laughs> Please You're watch right. your anger. 
Yeah, I, I think y'all have heard me. Open your windows, good one. Let in some good sunlight one. and some fresh air. Yes. You know what? The old folks, I remember my grandma doing this um, when I was a little kid. You know, first thing in the morning when she'd wake up, you know, she she's opening the door, opening the windows. I still do that. See? I, I mean, still you do know, that. that and, and, and I'll, and I'll do that on occasion. Right, because they don't like light. If your house is always dark, that's a sure sign. When it's sunny outside and you don't want to go out, you just want to sit in in a corner in a chair and you're depressed, open up the windows and watch what happens. Just pull the curtain back, open up the blinds, and watch what happens. Let the sun, the sun don't cost you anything. Let the sun in. Arguments, um, people like to argue, you're calling in confusion, okay, that's mm-hmm. going to set in. When someone arguing, it takes two to argue. Just walk mm-hmm. away. I don't argue with you. I will walk away from you, hang the phone up on you, or close the door in your face. Because they, they speak those things to you. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's two master ones I tell my grandkids. If you start arguing, you're going to bring in confusion. Then confusion is going to call his cousin aggravation. All of us can't stay in this house. Somebody's going to have to go. Right. You know, Those are the main people, things. People say, stuff. people say stuff like, well, you got to fight fire with fire. No. No. Not all, not all the time. I mean, it says right there in Romans, do not overcome evil. Oh, no, it says do not um, be overcome by evil, but overcome evil. With good, you know, I've joked about a buddy of mine we call Bad News Ricky um, before on this show, where we could all be joking around, having a good time, but then Bad News Ricky walks up, and the first thing he wants to talk about is, you know, all the horrible stuff he saw on the news, and then by the time he walks away, everybody's depressed, but he walks away smiling. You know, I found one of the easiest ways to combat Bad News Ricky is when he walks up. I start telling jokes or, you know, right. we start, we keep the good times going and pretty soon guess who's also laughing? Bad news, Ricky, you know, um, you gotta, you can't overcome evil with evil. You got to use good for it. You know, it says right there in the good book. So that right there is like a minor exorcism. You know, if you, if you're arguing with your significant other and this doesn't work with everybody, you know, but you would be surprised at how you can change a bad attitude with just a quick hug around the neck or a forehead kiss or whatever. You know, grab 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 her or ladies grab him and and lay one on him. That that's a minor exorcism. You have just cast out a a, a negative spirit, a bad mood. You know, keep the keep the peace. Keep the peace. Or you know, be, be like that. a boy and just, just just stay happy all the time. My wife's sitting here listening to just what you said, and I'm waiting for her to turn and give me the eye. She's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. When someone is arguing, my mama used to say, "Walk away," because after a while, mm-hmm. a fool is going to shut up. He's going to realize that he or she are, are, is arguing by themselves. 
Me personally, I just stand there and stare at you. I'll make you think I'm crazy. I'll just look at you like, why are you arguing? Mm-hmm. And when I get tired of hearing it, I'll just walk in the other room and close the door. And if you enter into the room, I can tune you out in a heartbeat. Because after a while, the other party is going to get mad at you because you're not getting mad at them. And then they will either go to sleep or go in the other part of the house. Yep. Yeah, we are at the seven-minute mark, and we've got a um, we got a caller with their hand up. Hold on one second. I know who this is. Is this uh, Ms. Damaris? Yes. There she is. Hi. Welcome, welcome. The lady who works me to death on Sundays. <laughs> it was a, it was a good show. It was a good show. It was good work. Good work. And and Miss Angel, I don't get ninety nine cents a minute for that one either. <laughs> you don't? No, I, I'm still <laughs> laughing about that last show. You cracked me up for that. <laughs> well, I figured I had to get. Well, I was gonna say that this is a good show. It was a good show. I was in and out because I had a a, uh, a reading, and so I, I listened to the first part, then came back. So, but it was a good show from what I heard. It's my kind of topic. I, mean, I, I think you missed the um. I think you missed part of the the description of that house cleaning that we you did. You know, I heard a lot of it, and the first thing I thought about is how you and the doctors went really in on me kind of hard when I told a two-minute story, and your story was like, I don't know, 20 minutes. Hey, I didn't get in on you <laughs> hard. You know, I just a, didn't want you story. telling people things you shouldn't. I know. I know. <laughs> it was for your own good. But he I he apologized to you on air. Did you hear that one? I didn't hear the apology. Because you no. have to go back to I, I'll go back to Oh, one. yeah. <laughs> because go back that net... That next day, I was I was grumpy with uh, Lazarus. I was grumpy with Auntie here. I was grumpy with you, Damaris. I apologize. I was grumpy with oh. everybody that next day. And but you know the the funny part is, I didn't even know it. Well, probably because you I, had a little shit on you from that house. Okay, I, I'm just saying you probably had a little extra little residue from the house. Well, that's well that's what we're talking hey. about. He just he just apologized. Don't overdo it now. He might That's revoke it. No, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Don't 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 overplay the stroke. Don't overplay the stroke. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, there was there but, was a lot going on there, and um, and and there was a lot going on afterwards. Apparently, that seemed like an amusement but, you know, part, like a crazy. Right, but you know what? Um, I, th- I think we actually, you know, educated folks a little bit because, you know, it, it's 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 more real than people think. Not everything is going to be as dramatic as that. A lot of things, and Damaris, you have a lot of stories um, about this. Mm-hmm. And we're at the four minute forty five second mark. But you, in you know, in your practice, run into this a lot where people will come to you because their luck is down or. They can't. They can't hold a job, or they can't seem to kick um, the alcohol habit. And when they come to you, I mean, you actually, you. I think you perform more exorcism. Well, no, I think Auntie Auntie does. But y'all are probably neck and neck with casting out spirits. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. And it's it's hard. It's very hard. You know, it's it's very hard. I used to be afraid, you know, but um, I got comfortable with it. And the hardest part is to teach people how not to get it. Right. You know, that's the hardest part. I think some people are just so lonely that they they want to connect with certain things, and then yeah, the things that they they connect with is just really incompatible. It's like energy that just wants to take over them. So I think loneliness does that, or really want to make a connection. Like, oh, let me learn how to astral project. She that's crazy. Okay. I mean, you can, you can catch anything, <laughs> you know. But, right, but right. see. People don't understand. A lot of times they have astral projections and don't even realize it. True, but you know they want to feel it. They want to feel like they did something. Oh no! You know they no. follow some instructions from the internet, and next minute they brought something in their house. You know. And you know what? Honestly, I think a large part of people don't even believe they will possibly do these things that they read. You know, like, well, let, let me see what's going to happen. Probably nothing, but let me see. <laughs> right, right. And then they, right. you know, they're 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 let all screwed up. You know, you know, we, we we talked about one time before about the intranquil spirit conjuring, and you know that 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 thing has messed up a lot of people. Um, I think uh, Damaris, we talked about Ouija boards, and we're at the two minute mark, y'all. Um, I would just like to throw this out there. Um, you know, I talked about how a lot of times the causes for this, you know, this phenomenon can be more organic. So if you are experiencing, you know, alcoholism, drug addiction, um, sex addiction, whatever, you know, get get help for yourself. Get yourself checked out. You know, go go the go the regular route first. You know, make make sure you don't have something um, natural going on. Then, then after you are seeking that kind of treatment, then um, come to one of come to one of us or go to someone that that does this on a regular basis. These the the, the treatments go hand in hand. You know, uh-huh. yes, you can go you can go to auntie and get some stuff cast out of you, mm-hmm. but you know, we're not going to be practicing out of life. So you know, definitely get yourself checked out. And if anybody has any questions, I think everybody was listening and taking it all in this go round. But we're at the one minute and uh, twenty second mark. You forgot to say, take care of yourself and each other. No, I want to. I want to leave it with the Ephesians. I want to leave it with the Ephesians. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. You know, it's the same thing I said earlier. Oh, armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And with that, everyone, thanks to all my callers, thanks to all my listeners, thank you guys on the on the panel. And um, you know what? This is a good show. I guess we will see everybody um, on Cussing Monday when we can get live. Yeah, right. Cussing Monday. Sure <laughs> will. I'll be there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Oh, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Oshun, and uh, God bless.
in the backseat bells in the neon lights. Oh, my God.